0: welcome to another episode of our blooming place podcast first of all i want to say a big thank you to all for all the feedback i got on the previous episode i got so many feedback and i think it really really got to me to see that a lot of us can relate to god asking you to leave something you know i just really love the feedback that i got and i really really appreciate it so thank you to everybody that listened that shared that you know gave feedback god bless you so today um, i'm going to be continuing um, it's more like a sequence to the previous episode the last episode i spoke about when god says to leave and today i'm going to be talking about navigating the waiting season um, one of the things that i mentioned in the last episode is that um, a plot twist to god asking you to leave is that the thing that he has promised you might not come immediately you know sometimes there's usually a waiting period and we are never really aware of that we sometimes we never really expect that it's a plot twist you know when god says to leave and he says this is where i'm taking you to we see it we catch the vision, we're excited but the plot twist is that there is a waiting season there are months sometimes years you know of waiting of walking through that journey i mean with abraham we knew how many years it took after god gave him the word concerning his son for isaac to actually come and you know so there is always a waiting season after you leave and that's what i'm going to be talking about today navigating the waiting season and you know like i always say i'm not here to come and give you know a top five ways or a top 10 ways i'm really you know going to be speaking from my own experience sharing tips that helped me my express and it's still helping me because i i believe that you know we're always in a waiting season yes that's right we're always in a waiting season it's either you're coming out of a waiting season you're currently in one or you're stepping into one like so as long as you are like on on earth you're living there's always that waiting season because life is a journey life is a process you know and you're always going from one level to the other so that we're always in the waiting season so i'm not here to say that oh you know i navigated my waiting season i'm done with all of that you know it's no it's not that it's i've just had sequences and, you know, series of waiting seasons. And when God says to leave, sometimes you're not leaving to get into your manifestation immediately. You are leaving to step into a waiting season. So today's episode, I'm just going to be sharing very briefly um, from my personal experience, you know, how to navigate a waiting season. Um, The first thing that you should know about waiting is that there's always a purpose for it. You know, God would never just put you in a waiting season because he just wants you to stay there, because he just wants you to to just be static and not have any movement. No, it's not God's will. You know, God God puts us in waiting seasons for a purpose. There is always a purpose for a waiting season. There's always something that God is preparing you for. And, you know, God is trying to build the capacity to handle that thing that you're about to step into. And a lot of times your waiting season seasons are actually capacity development seasons it's in your waiting season that god will build your character god will build your spiritual depth he will build your wisdom in your waiting season god can actually start taking these courses start taking that courses you know in your waiting season god can actually go and serve serve with this person you know there is always a purpose for your waiting season god will never actually to waste without a purpose it is it doesn't like it's not in the way of god you know over the period over the months, the years that you're waiting there is a purpose there is something in you that god is refining and god is building and god's preparing because you need capacity to be able to carry and sustain the manifestation you know that god has asked you to live for the manifestation that god has promised you and that he's saying that is bringing your way. You know, another thing that you need to know about waiting is that you're not the only one waiting. Yes. <laughs> you're not the only one. And I feel like sometimes we don't realize this. We feel like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? God, you told me to do this. You told me to do that. And then you look around and it just looks like, oh, let's say, for example, God asked you to leave a relationship and he has promised you this beautiful Godly relationship. And then you just look around and you're just seeing your friends getting into relationships, into marriages. And you're just like, God, why? Why me? Why me? Did I offend you? You know, or be it a job, you know, or you've been waiting and waiting for a job and you look around, you see your friends doing businesses and they're making money. You see your friends um growing in their career and you're just like, why am I not getting anything? Why why am I in this waiting season? But the truth is you're not the only one waiting. That's like a lie that I feel like the enemy brings to us sometimes it makes us feel really isolated really feel like life is happening to only us no you're not the only one waiting you know we are all waiting we're just waiting for different things and even that thing that you're waiting for you'll be surprised to see that there are so many other people who are equally waiting for that thing you're waiting for a godly marriage a relationship there are so many other people who are waiting for the same thing who have even been waiting longer than you you're waiting for um, a job a promotion a business deal. There's so many other people you're waiting for a certain level of of spiritual um, depth and manifestation, you're not the only one waiting, you know that is one of the ways that the enemy lies to us, he makes us feel isolated, he makes us feel like, you know, God is punishing us, but I'm here to tell you today that God is not punishing you, you're in a waiting season and you're not the only one waiting, you know there are other people waiting, God is not looking at you in particular and saying that no, I want to punish you, God is refining you and preparing you for your manifestation, You know, and you know, the third thing that I want you to know about the waiting season and this sometimes when I think about it, I think it's very um, scary. Your waiting season can be prolonged by you. Yes, your waiting season can be prolonged by you. I know that you know sometimes we it's easy for us to just say, oh, God has times and season in his hands. Yes, he does. But you see, God's timing is not chronological, like, oh, two months, three months. No, God's timing is more in processes. You know, how fast you are able to go through a process, how quick you're able to admit, to submit, to grow. You know, how quick, you how, I don't use the word quick, but how modern you are to a process. You know that I, I i strongly believe that you know that is one of the ways that god sees timing god does not say that oh i'm going to make you wait for nine months before i give you a husband or before i give you that job god says i'm going to wait you know make you grow and develop and when you grow into the stature that it that can carry this i'll give it to you it's not by months you know it's by your willingness and yieldedness to the growth process so it's actually scary that your waiting season can be prolonged by you the more unyielded you are the more disobedient you are the more you resent you know the more discontent you are you can prolong your waiting season and then it just makes me and it makes everybody, we start to ask ourselves, you know, what waiting seasons have we been prolonging? What seasons has, has God, you know, ordained for us to maybe just spend a, a couple of, a new time, a couple of months in because, you know, he had created instructions and processes that he wanted us to go through. Just something that you go through quickly and you get out of it. But because of our disobedience to instructions, because of our new deadness, because of our constant running, away, stepping in and out we've prolonged that season and you know we then say pals of our father's house <laughs> i don't want to go into that so yeah three things like i said about waiting you know there's a purpose for waiting you're not the only one waiting and your waiting season can be prolonged by you you know that is we not prolong our waiting seasons. <laughs> we just need to check ourselves. You know, we really need to check ourselves. And you know what? Like I said, what is waiting season? It's, it's a season where you're expecting a manifestation. For some people, God has asked you to leave something. You know, you're yeah, like Abraham, God has said, leave your father's house. I'm going to take you to the land that I will show you. You know, you're yeah, like Joseph, God has shown you a dream that, you know, all the stars bowed before you. You know, you're yeah, like, you've, you've caught the vision, you've seen it, and you've, you know, you've taken those steps, you know, in, in obedience. By Living and you're like, where's the manifestation? That is your waiting season. Dear, your waiting season actually just starts. You know, that place where you believe and you're like, you think that you're just going to slide right into from being, you know, just yet the dreamer to just have the prime minister. And God is just like, yo, there's a process that you have to go through. There's a prison that you have to sleep into. There is a potify that you have to serve. You know, <laughs> that is your waiting season. That is a waiting season. So um most oftentimes we see that this is a pattern that God uses. Um God always puts us in waiting season for some for some for some things it's compressed, for some things it's expanded. And I really feel like you know, sometimes it depends on the enormity of the thing that we're waiting for and the enormity of the season that we're coming into, because the greater the manifestation that you are waiting, the greater capacity you need, the more your character needs to be developed, the more you need to die to yourself, you know, the more you need to share things. and this thing that i'm saying is not even just a spiritual like it's not even just a religious thing like a christian thing. it's a life thing you know life would always life always tries to groom you and prepare you for certain manifestations and if you're not properly prepared and groomed for it you know you will collapse it you will destroy it and that's why you see some people like yeah okay but then the moment they step into certain positions they just become completely different people and it's just like what happened to them they were not properly prepared you know they didn't sit through the waiting season and when God knows that there is something that he wants to do with you and like the agenda on your life is very strong he will make you wait except if you want to go and take it from the devil. And you know, the devil never gives anything for free. But God will make you wait because God is concerned about your soul. God is concerned about the sustainability of your manifestation. It's not just, it it doesn't just want to, it's not just about giving you the thing and say, oh yes, I give God the glory. You know, the the, the health of your soul, the sustainability of this manifestation, of this thing that God is giving you, God is also concerned about it. And that's why, you know, he would make us wait. I mean, there's so many people in the Bible that we can talk about that have waited. And I mean I've mentioned a few. We know about Abraham. We know about Joseph. We know about even the children of Israelites. I mean God promised them Canaan, asked them to leave Egypt. And he's going to give them a land flowing with milk and honey. You know, and they are waiting. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, the Israelites, their waiting season was supposed to be 40 days. That was God's plan. Like 40 days of pruning you, you know, um of taking you through the wilderness. The wilderness is like, you know, your waiting season when it just looks like nothing is happening nobody's seeing you yeah just you know maybe god has told you that i'm i'm bringing you wealth your waiting season that's your will and you just that's when you will not even be the brokest. like it will be as if you know somebody's just sucking your money from somewhere every all the ways that money used to come will just be blocked you know or god says oh i'm bringing you into a relationship and then you step into a waiting season and then it just feels like the the the, the standard of what you want is not coming your way and that was, you know, that was very similar to what happened to the children of Israel. Like God, the Israel, like God told them, leave Egypt, I'm taking you to Canaan. And they had to go through a 40-day waiting season, like a 40-day in the wilderness. But because of their disobedience, their idolatry, everything, 40 days became 40 years. And that's an example of how you can prolong your waiting season. And I just pray that we will not prolong our waiting season in Jesus' name. I pray for our hearts that our hearts will be yielded to God's molding. That our hearts will be broken enough you know to you to God's pruning for us and we will not stay longer than we should in our wilderness in our waiting seasons in Jesus name amen so there's Joseph David Elizabeth Paul even the disciples they had to wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon them Jesus told them to go and tarry ah gosh waiting is such a big deal and I feel like sometimes we don't even realize that God is so concerned and interested even more in the journey, in the waiting than in the manifestation. And that's why sometimes we stay in certain positions for the longest time. So, anyways, let's just go straight into it because I don't I didn't want I don't want this episode to be very long. You know, so how do we navigate waiting seasons? So now God has asked us to leave. We know that we're in a waiting season for the manifestation, we are in this wilderness season. God has told you that I'm going to give you this amazing relationship. I'm going to make you this man of influence. You're going to take the business uh, mountain by storm. You're going to take the politics mountain by storm. You're going to be a senator, or you're going to be a politician, or you're going to be this, you're going to be that, and you're like, God, I see it, I catch it. And you know, for some, of, for some of you, maybe it's not even, maybe you you you're not even sure if it's a God thing. You know, if it's God saying, so you just know it in your heart that this thing is for you. You just know that, ah, I'm, I'm made for more, I'm this, this thing, I'm made to be a leader in tech. I'm made to, you know, do that, 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 and you just feel this yearning and this stirring and this every desire, you know, and God has said it, you have, you've caught it in your spirit. You know, you sensed it, your, your spirit has just aligned to it, but then it's not coming. It looks like it's the opposite of what you've sensed that is happening. How do you navigate this season? the waiting season you know for me personally I've gone through different waiting seasons I am even in I'm currently in a waiting season like I said we're always either stepping into one currently in one or stepping out of one and you know in the last episode I spoke about God asking me to leave my church leave my relationship leave my job and you know of all of those processes I think the only one I can't even say that that was an immediate manifestation was leaving my church and you know stepping into a new church immediately but it still took a while for me to even step into the fullness of why God asked me to leave my old church. I don't think I fully stepped into it, you know. I've, I, there's that manifestation in my new church and all of that, you know. I'm at peace. It's a family. It's home, you know. But it's still a journey. But like for leaving my job, leaving a relationship, the waiting season was more intense. It was more clear in that sense. And you know, how did I navigate that season? One of the things, you know, one thing I would always say is understand the purpose for your waiting. Understand it there's always something God is trying to teach you, you know, maybe you, you, you have a lot of pride, you know, you have a lot of pride, and there are three things, I think, yeah, three, three, um, what I call them, I don't know if I'll call it sins, you know, pride of life, lust of the flesh, and lust of the eyes, they are like three things that, when I say man is so Hey, English. Okay. Let me pause. There are three things that man is fallible to. You know, let me let me use that. There are three things that man is fallible to. So there's the lust of the eyes, the pride of life and so um, sorry the pride of life lost of the eyes and lust of flesh is in the bible um you know and sometimes when god is asking us to, to wait it's because he's trying to kill these things in us he's trying to kill pride he's trying to kill the lust of the eyes you know you can't when like you see things and you 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 are don't even let me go into that you know when you the are parts of your parts of man that you see certain things and you start to be conversion you start to covet them you start to desire them and lustfully desire them you know or even the the, the loss of the flesh you know there is a way that your flesh gets in the way of the things that God wants to do and all of these things are deep things I didn't even plan to talk about that but what I'm saying is understand the purpose of your waiting why is God have, having you wait why would God have you wait what is he trying to teach you what character is he trying to build is he trying to kill the pride in you kill make you die to self you know is he trying to refine your skills your business skills your your entrepreneurial skills your career skills you know he's he trying to teach you the purpose of this thing that he wants to bring understand the purpose of your waiting season you see when you understand the purpose of your waiting season it's easier for you to align and when you align you know you just make this season. season becomes easier and sweeter and you just rest and before you know it you see your manifestation so understand the purpose of your waiting season another thing is to obey instructions and this is where a lot of people kind of just um stay on disobedience you know you're in the waiting season god is saying i want you to go and serve you're waiting you you are a Joseph. you've seen the dream that you know everybody bow down to you and god is saying go and serve potify like me me serve pretty you let me put it in 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 layman terms like oh god has told you that he's calling you to start this business you're going to be a world first entrepreneur you're going to be running and god says you know what i'm getting you there but i want you to go and serve under this company i want you to go and serve under this person and just like me i'm going to start my own business what am i going to serve under this person disobedience you need to obey instructions, you know, just the simple random instructions and the big instructions. The simple random instructions when God just says, Oh, I want you to fast for two days today. Or I want you to go on a retreat. Or I want you to just give um give that man some money. Give this person something. Go somewhere. Do this thing. And sometimes it might not even be as spiritual. Like so that I don't lose. I don't like I'm not so I don't make it sound like it's just for, you know, a certain kind of people. It's for everybody, like instructions for everybody. Sometimes you're not even hearing it. You just sense that you know what? I should take this course course. course i just said i should take this Java course i should take this google course but you disobey you just like you get lazy you say i'll do it i'll do it you're not just diligent with it and then opportunities come but because you disobeyed you know you prolong your season so obey the instructions of God. Obey the instructions of the Holy Spirit. Yield to the notions of your spirit. Yield to those things that you just start to sense. Just feel like, ah, I should take this course. Oh, I should talk to this person. Oh, I should submit to this person. I should serve you. I should volunteer at this event. I should volunteer at this project. You know, obey instructions. What the spiritual wants, the business wants. You know, because sometimes as spiritual people, we can obey spiritual instructions and then try to be, um, and try to over-spiritualize other instructions, you know, based with spiritual instructions like, oh, God says you should fast, I am willing to fast, oh, yeah, we're fasting, we're doing seven days prayer, this manifestation is coming, you know, and then God says, you know, you've done your fast, and God says, oh, I want you to go and submit to this person, um, I want you to go and serve this person that does this business, I want you to go and be like his errand boy, and like nope, that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna fast it up, but I'm not going to be this errand boy. But that's not the complete instruction. So in our waiting season, obedience to every instruction is really important, you know. Another thing, another way you can navigate. Another thing that helped me is just resting in God's word, resting in the promises that you've received, resting in the visions that you've seen about yourself, the imaginations that have been that has come up in your mind, the words that have been spoken over you. Constantly just rest, and this is where me I will come and encourage journaling. One thing that I did that helped me and still helps me today is journaling. I journal a lot when I get words from God, when I just sense things, when I catch visions, or I I, I just see things, I write it down. You know, when I see scriptures that that resonates with my spirit I write it down I express how I'm feeling in that moment so in days and on days and moments where I feel down where I feel discouraged where I feel like God is this word ever going to come to pass is this thing ever going to happen I just go back to my journal and I see the words that I've written and the feelings everything just comes back you know and I just feel refreshed you know and it helps me to rest he helps me to rest and another thing about journaling is that you know when you journal don't just even journal like the words journal your process so for example there are things that you know you've waited for maybe the things you wanted and it seemed like it was never going to come but it came write it in your journal because on days when you're waiting for other things and you're discouraged you will go back you'll read it you'll remember that oh i was once in this process oh i once waited for this thing and i saw god do it so i mean i know he will do this one too i know that oh i was i wanted i used to when i two years ago three years ago. When I just about, was about to enter this industry, I didn't have any connection. And I wrote it down in my journal. How well, am I going to make any connection? How am I going to know anybody? But three years later, I've made so many connections. I've known all of these people. And now I'm waiting for something else. I will go back to the journal and I remember where I started from. And it will strengthen my resolve. He would help me rest knowing that, you know, it's a process. If this one worked, this one is going to work. You know, that's that's one of the ways. That's another way to rest. So you rest in God's word. you rest in testimonies of your past experiences that is why you should journal because you can actually forget you know sometimes when you're in the midst of certain things your emotions will just overwhelm you you feel so downcast you'll be like no the world is against you but when you go back you'll remember that i've gone through this process before and i overcame you know i got manifestation so this one is not going to be any different another thing that i did a lot is pray And, you know, not just pray because I want a manifestation, but pray because that's a lifestyle. You know, it's so important to pray. I cannot overemphasize this. It is so important to spend time in prayer with God. Prayer is communicating. And prayer is not just only about speaking. It's also about listening. You know, just going before God and praying, expressing yourself, praying in other tongues, edifying your spirit. And then even just coming down and hearing the Holy Spirit comfort you, you know, speak to you with peace, with scriptures, with things prayer is important prayer is one of the major keys that we have as you know believers as people on earth it's a key prayer is a key and it's one of the most important keys it's a way to move you into alignment you know what i mean when i'm in waiting seasons one of the things that i'm always i'm always saying is god i always want to be aligned to your will and your purpose and i always pray out because i find that that prayer is one of the ways to stay aligned i'm serious guys prayer is one of the ways to stay aligned when i just i just go and i'm like i'm praying like god i want to be aligned so even when i'm doing things that are out of alignment after i've prayed there's just a way that i just start to see my foolishness I start to see how i'm stepping out of alignment i'm just like oh wow god i'm st- like i'm i'm repenting i'm adjusting you know there's just there's something about prayer that is very powerful that keeps you in check, it keeps you sensitive, it keeps you in sync with God, so please though, this one, I cannot emphasize it, if you're in a waiting season, and you're always in a waiting season, you have to pray, and you're not just praying for the manifestation of, you know, what you expect, like, oh God, do it, do it, do good. It, it. but it's your lifestyle, it's your way of staying in sync, staying aligned, staying connected with God, staying connected, you know, to your spiritual force, so prayer is key, you know, and um, finally, just meditate on God's word, read scriptures you know there are a lot of scriptures that are so comforting there's so many words there's so many places in the bible that god says that those who look up to him will not be put to shame there are so many stories we see it and these stories are not just like like things that not just imaginary things that were cooked up but the real human beings that went through this and you know they prevailed and you read through scriptures you just see so many of god's promises so many of god's words in the psalms the psalms are one of my is one of my favorite books in the bible i'm always reading the psalms like when i finish it i start again i'm always reading it because it just has it's so rich like there's something about reading it that just enriches my soul like my soul feels so full so stay in god's word you know, stay in God's word, be obedient to the instructions. Because in instruction, God will give you instructions to develop yourself. God will give you instructions to refine your character. God will give you instructions to serve people. God will give you instructions. These are the instructions, these are instructions that you will get in your waiting season. And every time you obey to that, you know, development, to that refinement, to that service, you get changed. Your waiting season becomes easy and sweet to navigate. And you just see God showing up for you. So these are my tips. And these are the things that have worked for me. Thank you for listening. Bye.